I don't know if you guys experienced that at work, where and, two of your key guys are out at the same time. It's just, it just, it makes it difficult. Right, and currently I am taking steroids, so <laughs> so my anger issues. Yeah, so what does that change? I like, get nuts. But it's steroids, now people are thinking right away, oh, what not, are you, if we're working a, out, but no, that's not what it's for. Not a needle in my ass, my right. back has been jacked up again, and normally when that happens, I can get past it, I'll do a run of steroids, it'll get the inflammation down, and mm. I'll get the stretching and doing everything, and everything's cool, so my... My normal uh, kind demeanor gets yeah. uh, gets uh, somewhat <laughs> pushed to the side. Right, RBF. Right. When, when I'm on, you noticed the, uh, it right away. I did immediately. Your, your cherub-like demeanor is my, gone. My, yes, my cherub-like demeanor takes a backseat. It's usually like sunshine over his head, like the yeah. glow of uh, say a saint. Yeah. And then now that sun is gone. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Slightly so, dimmer. Today. And yesterday, <laughs> slightly. Yesterday was the first day I started on steroids. I was like, oh, okay, they're not going to affect me this time. This hmm. morning I took them. I was still okay, uh-huh. and then I took the second one earlier, and I'm so I'm, I'm downstairs just trying to chill out for a little while, and I can feel my face getting rushed. I can feel things like people sending me emails and things are being said to me, and I'm like ready to kill somebody. I'm like, okay. It's and that's be- all from the steroids, which you're supposed to do what? Like, uh, like stop infl- the swelling yeah, in the back? It gets the inflammation down. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But they go in there and they fire you up. Like, Are they like a speedy type thing? Uh, it speeds not, you up? Or? Uh, I wouldn't say it speeds me up. It just takes that normally long fuse of kindness that I have and yes. considerably shortens <laughs> it. It alters you. Like, it's yeah. a mood enhancer. Ever been on prednisone? Yeah. Yeah. Like for in three-day spurts, like you see a change. Like you're just not yourself by day two. Take right. one in the morning and one at night, and then you wean off it very slowly. It's like a week's worth of medication, but. Right, but I'm taking it. Six yesterday was six pills. Today, yes. whoa, today, yeah, what? Yesterday is six pills. Today is five. Tomorrow's four. It's a dose pack. Oh, I see. So by the time I get to Saturday, I'm yeah, down yeah. To, to down to one pill. This is like the beginning of every one of those like sports stories that ends terribly. Like I started with six. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the pack goes five, four, three, but by Thursday he's up to twelve. Yeah, <laughs> the upside, I finished the pack. <laughs> the upside is the pain has diminished greatly. So yeah, I got, so I got that going for me. Wow. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm a little on edge. To I'll, I'll tell least. you, I haven't been on anything in so long. I don't remember what it's like. You know, maybe last Dude, time I had take, like a but, surgery, like for pain, I had maybe an oxycontin pill or two. Maybe I don't know if you, that, that might have been what they gave me. They gave you ninety, and I needed like two or three. But it's been so many years. I don't remember what it's like that's that that would make reason, me feel like that. That's the reason there's a drug problem. When I had my back surgery, mm-hmm. they handed me ninety. They did the same. Did they really? Ninety. I mean, I was exaggerating, but it was way more than no, I needed. Literally it's a huge pill. N- oh. Yeah, ninety Vicodins. Why? Ninety Vicodins. Yeah, that's silly. and Valium and all sorts yeah. of other stuff that I can get addicted to. Mm. And I didn't take any of it because the one problem. Listen, I've had friends that have done all sorts of drugs. Okay. Yeah. The only ones I know that ever had any problems were the pills. Anybody, my friends that did cocaine and all the other stuff, they partied and then when it mm-hmm. wasn't fun anymore, they just stopped doing cocaine and they moved on. That's what I got. That didn't get them. The pills are bad. Hmm. Bad, bad, bad. So when they gave me this whole big thing of pills, I was like, I'm not taking these. And I'm saying to myself, there was no need. I easily could have gotten, say, I don't know, two a day for weeks for 14 pills and then went to him and said, listen, the pain is still here. Right. Let's see if you need more. Right. Let's see if I need. Nope. Here's 90. <laughs> You're like two months. What do you worth. need? Volume? Here's 160. <laughs> Boom. There you go. You know what? Basically, That's just insane. get some drawers for the back of your car and start your own little, you know, your own little drug selling business. Yeah. Do you think, you know, I, I read that people like when you have that, you, uh, you use a few of them and then you have the rest left. They expire and they're in your drawer and then eventually you like pour them down a toilet or something. 
Yeah. Like that's what, that's that's, what people do. And that's and why that's some poison, of it gets in the water. And that's what poisons the water. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is that true? I, I don't know if that's an exaggerated internet true. thing, but it sounds no. like it's possible. If those are the numbers they're giving us and most people aren't using the majority of them, where do they go? I see the problem is I think most people are using the majority of them. And what happens is they get the pill. And I refuse to take any of them. I did mm-hmm. my back surgery with nothing but a leave. Really? I took a leave and I took- That's good. But by the time I had my surgery, my threshold for pain was insane. Mm-hmm. So I can deal with almost right. anything at that right. point. And then, you know, after the surgery, the pain was far less than before I had the surgery. So I was able to deal with it. But the people take those pills, man, and they just want to be comfortable and they'll take those pills and they take uh-huh. those pills. And most people will eat old 90. What Probably. does Oxy and Vicodin do to you? Are they the, do they feel the same? It's, are they a similar they're drug? Ba- they're ba- yes, they're ba- Oxycontin. I mean, the number of your pain, I get it. But what do they do when you're straight and you're just taking them for the hell of it? What, what is the point? Oxy, because you get high. You, you get do, like lethargic. They're, they're, um, uh, they're, they're in the f- same family as heroin. Vicodin is a muscle relaxant. Oxycontin is like the stuff they give you on your deathbed so you feel comfort. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. You know, so Oxy you get like a very mellow... One. Smoke too much weed? No, it out slows your breathing down. I mean, it literally. You okay, slow so it's not it like down. weed. So, yeah. Some people no. call oxycotton hillbilly heroin. Yeah, that's what your boy Rush Limbaugh was eating. Like, yeah, like, uh, like Tic yeah. Tacs years ago, right? When he had, I don't know what kind of surgery he had, ear, neck, something like that. Wow, I just always wondered because it, it doesn't seem like it gives you a high. It seems like it gives you a low. I mean, no, that's my impression. You, well, the same thing is like some people like to get highs and mm-hmm. do cocaine, and some people like to go remember Quaaludes? Yeah, from right. Back in your day. <laughs> you know, people for whatever Loose. I ne- see that's the one thing I never understood. I never understood taking a drug that just makes me want to sit on the couch any more than weed does. Right. At least if I smoked weed, I can still go to the movies. Be if creative. I smoke weed, I'd still play soccer, <laughs> you know, I'd still do something. You just start eating those pills, you don't want to move. Hey Tim's on line one. Hey Tim, Roger and JP, what's up? Hey guys, I uh, my mom just passed away on the fourth of uh, February, and uh, in cleaning out her apartment, I must have found forty different pill bottles, and half of them were oxycontin or hydrocodone, and I must have flushed half a trash can, an office-sized trash can full of pills down the toilet, in like four different flushes. Well, good job Let poisoning just... the water supply, Tim. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm, I'm trying to help out your back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Later, guys. Thanks, man. Well, now Balls is going to drink all the tap water he can find. Yeah, he's going <laughs> Balls is going to be licking Sticking puddles. his face under the faucet. Yeah, he's going to be licking puddles. <laughs> I mean, you'd think, it, I mean, but the, the water supply is so big. I don't know if I believe that it affects the water that much. I mean, if, it, if it's a little bit in the water, it's what does not, it do listen, to people? It's not going to, no, but it shows up in the levels. Right, it's it shows not, up, it, but it doesn't do anything to you. You're not going to you know, become a pill junkie because yeah. you drink uh, you know, a half a gallon of tap water a day. Right. That's not going to happen. Right. But the levels show up, so the water is tainted. Yeah. It just is. You just know it's there. Yeah. You know what I thought was weird? And uh, JR mm. sent this over to me, and I love this. North Carolina begins drug tests for welfare applicants. Oh, yeah. That's actually the one of all the things that JR sent that I read just before we got I on the air. Because abso- I was curious to see how many. I absolutely loved I've been saying this for years. Mm-hmm. For years. 7,600 people screened from August through December. 21 of 89 people who were ordered to take tests came back positive. Mm-hmm. And now I, now I hope they follow through with it. So if you if if you want to take welfare benefits, you're not allowed to be a junkie. Hmm. I do. I and people like you can't do that to people. Well, Why of course not? You can. Of course you can. 
You Just can. like a job. You can't have this job unless you can pass a drug test. Right. Same idea. I don't understand how this isn't just a no-brainer and automatic mm. around the country. You know the weird thing about that test that they're doing? They're only testing people who took drugs in the past and have a record of it, or there was one other thing. They didn't test everybody, they so can't. they're like, right. oh, look, it's only 21 out of 7,000, whatever, so it's 0.3%. But if you tested everybody, who's on drugs? That's the point is who's on drugs, not who had a record. Or who had an arrest for something like that in the past. It's everybody who's getting benefits, but they didn't test everybody. It's probably too expensive. Uh, but I just don't understand how this is not an automatic. Yeah. If you do, well, if you test everybody, I think the number would be much higher. And I think of it should be automatic as well. Of if you want, If you want money to be supported by everybody else in the community, we require you to have a drug test. Not crazy. No. We require uh, the receptionist in our company to take a drug test. Or a DJ or someone who drives a van. You know, whatever it is. A lot of businesses require that. It doesn't seem like a big deal. It's not invading anybody's rights or no, but then infringing. The, uh, what's the uh, the group of the ACLU lawyers get involved? Yeah. You can't. That's that's invasion of privacy. That no. Invasion of privacy? Then don't take the money. Right. You don't have to take. You it. don't have to take the public money. It's from us. This I, is our gift to you to help you if you're in a bad way. If we would like you to take a drug test, you got to take one. I just so benefit- do a handstand if that's the law. You got to do a handstand. <laughs> Whatever it is, doesn't matter. And here's what I love: benefits for adults are cut off if a test is positive or a test appointment is missed. Seventy people failed to show up for appointments in the last five months of last year. Mm. Uh, I see, and if they follow through with it, if they follow through with it, I think it's fantastic. Yep, it's but not it's, mean. It's just a bet. It's not infringing. Whether they have the balls to follow through. And if they're, they're willing to put out this, the next thing will be is it costs too much to test everybody. No, it probably costs, I would think it costs less than the fraud that goes on by people who are on drugs. Ding, 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 ding. Let's try it. Let's see. Roger Luce, everybody. That costs enough already. Let's see if we come in lower than that. Hey. What do you think? It's almost like Brett's here. See that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roger and JP, RBF. And yes, Pat filling in for Brett. Let's see. How's he do? First song. What are we playing here? What is this? Volbeat. Oh, you're doing good. Everybody's going to like you for the music you picked, too. You know, when we come back, you better come back with some of your finished folk music. (laughs) You got it. All right. (laughs) At Roger JP on Twitter, Bone TV on the app, and uh, thebonelline.com. We'll be right back. Roger and JP on 1025.